Yellows the way it is. August Falter Rash. Now, um, moving on to a story of a different kind now, and I'm joined in studio by Stephen Nolan. You may know Stephen because he's a member of Nolan's Jewellers family. Um, Stephen, it's a family business. Um, But you're here to talk about Oscar Nolan. Yes. Who I have seen. And as I was saying to you, I feel as if I, I know him. He's the most beautiful little boy. And I've seen the video of him. Thank um, you very much. When things were really very tough for all of you. D- tell us about Oscar and your family. Sure. Um, yeah, it's been a tough few years for Oscar. So Oscar's our only child. He's um, five years old in September. And in... September 2019 um, on a family holiday Oscar was diagnosed with uh, leukaemia. He just suddenly became ill? Um, He had had no symptoms at all until we were preparing for our holiday the day before um, we were packing. Oscar was enjoying uh, packing suitcase with us. He slipped and um, he just barely grazed his chest off uh, the suitcase. Um, We thought the bruise was possibly disproportionate to the to the impact um, of the fall so we just kept an eye on it but over the next two days it it got a, got a lot worse you know and it wasn't healing at all and in the morning that we were most concerned was we were you know picking Oscar up and our thumbs were actually leaving a bruise on oh. him so his skin was that that sensitive at that time that morning and he was two no years? Oscar this was a, um, a week after his first birthday and oh. it was in we were in Marbella it was the place that my wife and I got married and it was our kind of a double celebration it was our second wedding anniversary and it was Oscar's first birthday and he's a golden child isn't he from uh, the photographs yeah. that I've seen <laughs> he, him yeah, yeah he is he's not shy child. he's confident and he's um, yeah he's like I said he's our pride and joy so what did you do when you were in Marbella then so far from home and so on? Um, we, we brought him to a paediatric um, hospital um, that, that morning, you know, we were kind of, we had left it, we just gave it a day to see would, would the bruise heal, it didn't. Um, that morning, like I said, he was bruising just by the slightest touch. So we brought him to hospital, um, uncomfortable a few hours there you know the, the doctors were immediately concerned with the, the extent of the bruising but that had all happened that morning you mm. know so um, I think I remember the doctor asking me in, in English like is this not a happy home so almost oh, like the suggestion yeah. was that yeah. um, p- these were possibly uh, caused by myself and my wife um, but they were very good um, they immediately did blood tests and, and scans of his, his belly began to swell slightly so we had a very nervous wait then for an hour an hour and 15 minutes and the doctor came back in and kind of was speaking directly to my wife maybe as a mother and um, burst into tears and pretty much said we're, we're 99% sure this is uh, leukemia from that point it was immediately ambulanced from Marbella to Malaga um, for more tests and for you know for for treatment instantly. Oscar's bloods and the, the blood results were horrifying to really? them. Yeah. And kind of ha- d- looking back on it now, had it happened suddenly? He, he didn't, did he have any um, symptoms? He was a happy, no, healthy little it, boy before that. He had, he had no symptoms. He was None. a very happy boy. He was meeting all his, all his milestones. Um, we had a party for him a few days before we left and 
completely asymptomatic. What a shock for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, very hard to digest that news. And yeah. um, But when, when we heard it, we we kind of did a quick search, right? This is leukemia. You know, maybe it's... It's you know, treatable. Not, yeah, 90% mm-hmm. of the kids walk away. But as, as we discovered, you know, Oscar's variety of leukemia was, was a little bit... Well, the prognosis was much poorer. So we started to learn to this as, as we um, got an air ambulance three days later from... Malaga to Crumlin, um, they were doing more investigations and the genetics of Oscar's leukaemia was very severe and um, hard to treat. So what happened then? Um, Oscar immediately started, well, he spent the night in ICU after the, the air ambulance. I travelled um, by air ambulance with Oscar home. There was only room for one parent and one child. Meanwhile, my wife was pushing kind of an empty buggy through Malaga Airport, um, maybe 40 minutes behind us or an hour behind us. And then we met up in Crumlin. Oscar was sent straight to the ICU because um, I don't know if it was very safe for him to travel with you know, his condition. Um, so then we, we met the haematology team in Crumlin. Over, you know, we met Professor Angus O'Markic and he was going to be um, the guy that, that leads Oscar's treatment. And how was Oscar? Did you, um, how was he responding to all of this? Must have been very strange for him. It was, yeah. Um, well, the three days in, in Spain was very tough because um, we weren't in a cancer ward. We were in a general ward, if you like, um, where coins were needed for the TV. There was no bed for me and my wife. And you know, we were there for three days before we got home. Um, but Oscar... No problem at all. My, my really? wife and I were really terrified. Um, he he was he coped and managed fine until the chemotherapy really started to kick in and the side effects of the chemotherapy. So any child with leukemia, the chemotherapy is a minimum. Like the intensive phase of chemotherapy is a minimum of six months, and in our case, eight months. And the side effects of of the treatment is, are horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's three or four drugs a day, chemotherapy drugs, and some of the um, drugs can be dripped in over six hours. Um, You're in Crumlin. We stayed in Crumlin most of the first three months because there was complications with Oscar's treatment. He didn't come home at all after that holiday, did he? In the first three months, we were home for eight days. So normally kids would get to go home, but... Oscar, he had a problem with a central line. <clears throat> he had a full systemic sepsis infection, which very nearly killed him, a nasty bug called Pseudomonas. Um, and then he had recurrent infections, you know, because <clears throat> he was on the most intensive regime of chemotherapy. There were, so his whole system was shut yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, it's a blanket bomb. It, it kills every cell that reprodu- reproduces mm. in your system. So Oscar was extremely sick, um, extremely weak. Um, he had been just starting to walk, um, <clears throat> he didn't walk for another year, you know, after intensive treatment started. So, because yeah. when I saw the video, he was walking, and he, was, video, he was just going to the airport. The video you that you, the video that's attached to the GoFundMe, that's <clears throat> Oscar hit remission, um, and then he moved to a gentler phase of treatment called maintenance. So, eighteen months um, later, Oscar relapsed, and the video that you saw was us getting ready for 
CAR T cell therapy in Newcastle. Oh. This was dealing with a relapse diagnosis. And this is him with the full head of hair That's running, him with the full racing head of hair. through yeah. the airport yeah. with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's just so beautiful. And so, why Newcastle? Tell us, tell us about that. Then <clears throat> this this comes after he'd had the remission, was doing well, and then started and then to get really back. sick again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oscar's leukemia relapsed in the central nervous system. Again, very very concerning. So um, there was only two options um, for treatment that me and my wife had to decide we, we, we knew from the first time he hit remission if something happened again the only treatment we wanted for Oscar was CAR T cell therapy so there was a bone marrow transplant on the table and then there was CAR T cell therapy on the table so we were pushing and pushing and pushing for CAR T cell therapy so Crumlin kindly obliged and that was not available in Ireland so Oscar was one of I think seven kids that this is a you know almost re- relatively new treatment. So seven kids have travelled abroad from Crumlin from Our Lady's Hospital. Oscar was one of them, the seventh one. Now that treatment is available in Ireland. So right, uh, yeah. So that's why Newcastle. Um, originally it was Great Ormond Street. Great Ormond Street was full, but um, the Great North Children's Hospital in Newcastle is a centre for excellence, and this was a cutting edge treatment, and this would preserve Oscar. Um, as to, to you know, as far as we know, and from what we understood of this treatment, um, this would keep Oscar as you know all of Oscar. Whereas the alternative um, infertility was a guarantee. <clears throat> um, there was um, this, the the potential side effects of a bone marrow transplant were far too concerning. You know, um, there's a cap on IQ after considering Oscar's age. Um, 14 doses of radiation lead up to a bone marrow transplant and um, what version of your infant are, it will return you don't actually know. What so decisions to be making for your tiny yeah. little boy. Yeah, yeah. well we, we decided even if, if, if we weren't, if CAR-T wasn't um, granted we were going to find it. You know whether that be in Newcastle, whether that's and you you've obviously been doing loads of reading up. So when did you go to Newcastle? Stephen? We went um, to Newcastle in September two thousand and twenty-one. We did go over for three days for to extract Oscar's um, T cells first, um, but the main block of that treatment was in September for six weeks in two thousand during COVID. Yes, yeah, during COVID. As if it um, wasn't tough enough. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, so when it, when you're on the wards that we were on, you know, there's very very strict um, rules in place anyway. Yeah. You know, so once yeah. you're in the hospital, it didn't matter that COVID was there or not. Um, you're staying with us, uh, Stephen. In case you've just uh, tuned in with me in studio, Stephen Nolan, and as I said at the beginning, people may know him from his family business, Nolan's Jewelers in Market Cross in. Kilkenny, but there's somebody on the line that you told me about, and this is John Glynn. John, thanks for holding, but we just wanted to hear um, the story from uh, Stephen about little Oscar. Um, but no problem. John, thanks so much for joining us. I think you're in Greystones, is that right? That's right, yeah. And just going back to Stephen for a moment, um, John Glynn and his family and their foundation proved to be really important and vital to you, Stephen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And to this day, um, we had just eight days' notice to get ready to go to Newcastle. Uh, at that point, 
the social worker in Crumlin suggested we call John Glynn and he would help. Um, so I made a call to John and we become very close since then and John and his foundation you know, stepped in and, and they said, listen, don't worry about anything logistical. So they took over, they booked our flights, our accommodation, our transfers. They were organising mobile uh, COVID certs if, if needed. Um, or Literally took over the whole. Everything, you know, because... Um, John and John has been around the world. Um, John has been to Switzerland, uh, France, Houston, and Orlando, looking after you know seeking the best treatment for his son. So he knows what's yeah. what's needed for these families, and and his foundation stepped in and helped us hugely. So John, you um, created this foundation because of your experience with your lovely boy Gavin tell, tell us a bit about him and your journey yeah um, Gavin was diagnosed with a soft tissue tumour in his pelvic region at 18 months old um, we went through three and a half years of treatment um, in Crumlin and uh, but a bit like Stephen we needed to travel to other different countries as well for treatment that wasn't available in Ireland um, so our first year we had to go away to Switzerland and we had to go over there for eight weeks um, and then the second year we were in Amsterdam um, when Gavin relapsed um, and then the third year we then had to go to Houston and Texas and all of this time there was no support um, services around for families that needed to travel overseas with their child for cancer treatment everything you had to arrange yourself all the flights you had to find out where to go where to stay how to get there and obviously everything was self-funded so we knew when Gavin passed away that so many other families were going to be in the exact same position as us you know so we wanted to help and give back because we got so much support when we needed to go away with Gavin and to all the different countries that we knew and we want to keep Gavin's memory alive of course but we knew that so many other families were going to be in the same position as us and there was no other support services and there still is no other support services. We're um, unique in what we do. We're the only charity in Ireland that support specifically children that need to go overseas for specialist cancer treatment. So over the last um, eight years now um, since the foundation has been set up we've helped 216 families travel all over the world. We're nearly up to about 2,000 or 2 million miles um, of, of, of transport um, flying families all over the world. Um, yeah, so we've been very, very busy but we're very, very fortunate that we have like, you know, great support from people from doing fundraisers and businesses and everything coming involved in the foundation and obviously our main goal is is to help families exactly like Stephen is to take all the logistics and all the financial aspects of going overseas so they can just focus all their time on their child and that's basically you know what they what they all they need to do in this sort of situation you know because everyone understands how stressful it is going away like even if it's going away on holidays mm-hmm. with kids and even going through airports and you know booking flights and booking hotels and booking transport it's very it's, it is stressful and um, you know so it's stressful even going never mind going with you know when a child or when a sibling is actually sick um, and specifically going through cancer treatment it's, it's very very worrying and very stressful and um, for the family and for all members of the family and um, so if we can take uh, even a fraction of that um, stress away from the family to allow them to focus all their all their time on their child you know uh, we've done our job well, that's an extraordinary and pretty heartbreaking story. I have to um, admit, uh, John, you know, listening mm. to you having lost your little 
um, lovely boy, uh, Gavin, um, but putting all of this into helping other families. And you can hear from Stephen, you've become quite close, I gather, uh, the, the two of you, Stephen, have you? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what John is very modest in um, his assessment of his foundation as well. What he, what he isn't saying is that well, um, while we were in Newcastle, um, John was calling me, you know, every second night. He's checking in, so um, he he gets how 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 parents are feeling and and the trauma. You know, me and my wife are going through as mm-hmm. well. So it's like there's almost a a counselor support there as well. So um, yeah, we st- we've stayed in touch um, on a very regular basis since um, since he. And have you met Oscar, John? Oh, oh yeah, a good few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're regular visitors to Kilkenny. We have been even before. Obviously, um, we got to know the Nolan family. We've been travelling to Kilkenny regularly for the last seventeen years. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> so we love Kilkenny. So it was, uh, it was, it, it's an even better excuse now that we can go down and actually meet oh. um, Stephen and Oscar and everything like that. You know, it's great. And listen, the the foundation then you just f- fundraise from from that. That's yeah, how it's supported. Yeah, yeah. So we don't. Yeah, so we don't get any government funding currently. So all of the money that we need to generate uh, for the foundation, we need to raise like 500,000 euro now every year to support families. Like last year alone, we had 34 families and already we're up to 24 families for the first half of this year. Um, like we have, we got a phone call yesterday with three-month-old baby and my dad called me from Temple Street to say that his child had just been diagnosed with retinoblastoma, which is an eye tumour. Um, so that was very, very sad phone call. But again, we try to reassure the dad as much as possible or whatever that we've been through this already. We already have like three other families um, with children travelling on a regular basis to Birmingham for treatment for retinoblastoma, which is an eye tumour. Have, have, um, have you got staff? working with you then um, <laughs> uh, to organise no, these well, flights and things? We're, we're very good at uh, delegating. Um, myself and my wife run the foundation on, on a full-time basis. Well, my actual full-time job, I work for Tesco and Tesco head office in Dunleary, so that's my, my day job. Uh, but every other given hour is dedicated to the foundation. And my, and my wife, Jane, runs it. Um, we try to do that to minimise, obviously, costs and make sure that every penny that's raised to the foundation goes directly to where it needs to go to, which is the families. Well, look, what what a story. Well, people in um, Carlow and Kilkenny um, have a chance, Stephen, to support the foundation. Obviously, you feel very grateful to it. You've 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 told us um, about how they helped with you. And before we talk about your fundraiser, how's Oscar doing at the moment? Oscar's doing great. He's um, approaching two months, sorry, two years cancer-free, wow. um, which is a big milestone uh, w- yeah. w- with the treatments um, he's received in Newcastle and also in Crumlin. Um, Oscar's going to be running part of the race on Sunday with no me, way. the last 200 metres, so he's uh, in training for that. Um, he starts school in September in the CBS. He's um, no visible signs of treatment. Big or, or a Yeah, it is. So it's a good time. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of... We're getting there, you know. Okay, so tell us. People will have heard the story and thanks to you and thanks to John for telling us the the story about his lovely um, Gavin as well. How can people help then? I know people, having heard the story, will want to help such a a wonderful foundation. You're doing 
something and with the Gavin Glynn Foundation organises a triathlon every year in Greystones which is Gavin's hometown yeah um, so the triathlon the triathlon is called the King of Greystones that takes part this Sunday um, I'm participating in an effort to raise money for it and we're running a kind of a competition connected to a GoFundMe as well so um, on Nolan's Jewelers Instagram and on Facebook there's a link to the GoFundMe uh, page it's doing very well the Kilkenny public have been extremely generous um, our customers and, and, and friends and extended friends and family um, have been very kind so it's doing very well and anyone <coughs> who donates enters a draw for um, a Swarovski crystalline aura watch which is a nice very, very, yeah very beautiful fancy watch, as, yeah you know a little kind of thank you from Nolan's Jewelers okay well. but otherwise people can just go on to the GoFundMe page just give us the address of it Stephen um, if you're Sorry, with the exact web address, I don't know. But if you search GoFundMe and then yes, that's uh, stupid of me. Sorry, yeah, yeah the, you just uh, search the Gavin Glynn Foundation, Gavin um, Glynn Stephen Foundation. Nolan, yeah, um, or like yeah. the Nolan's Jewelers, um, or if you actually go onto the Gavin Glynn Foundation social media sites, whether, it's all there. Whether, yeah, it's all there. Yeah, they, we published a video. Yeah, John okay. has, and also on on Nolan's Jewelers. All right. Thanks so much. This, Sorry, Stephen. Stephen is taking part. Obviously, Stephen and his brother are, are actually racing um, in the triathlon on on Sunday. So it's a 750 meter swim, a 20k bike, and a 5k run. So he's not going to have an easy day of it. No, it doesn't sound <laughs> that easy. Yeah, that, yeah. And little <laughs> well, Oscar's doing doing the last 200 meters. He is indeed, and I, I'm actually racing on the day as well. And also, we have two other dads um, of children that we've helped, so it's going to be want to be a very emotional day, but I one bet. that we're going to be very proud of to have, like you know, I the bet. support and, and and to have all the dads there as well. well very look, much looking forward to it, John. Thanks, thanks yeah, the dads, thanks the dads, and I'm so sorry about your Gavin. My my goodness, what no, thank you so what much. What a legacy, though, um, for for him. It's very special. And Stephen, lovely talking to you. And uh, you too, Sue. Thanks so much I for inviting me. Meet meet Oscar one of the days. Sure. I really fell for him. I have yeah. to say. <laughs> thanks so much. Thank you very you much. Thank you both very all much right, indeed. Best so of much. luck with it. Thank you. Thank you. KCLR's The Way It Is 